and welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. I have a question for you. Sorry. As I usually do when I pounce on you with uh, this, thoughts. This, this, this uh, podcast has been a lot of, I have a question for you from Dimitri. <laughs> well, I've been, I've been curious about a lot of things because you've been busy lately. Um, and one thing you've been busy about is learning about HTML, which we talked about not too long ago. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to ask you, how do you build a website? Well, you hire somebody to do it. That's one way. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> or you, uh, sign up for some sort of service. Like Squarespace has a service where you just sign up and then you use their template. Everything is ready to go you just plug in your information and then you have a website Mm -hmm. or you build it yourself which costs less money but takes up more time and you have to be willing to learn something new and that sometimes can be the hard part because learning a whole different i guess technology skill set all that it's time consuming and difficult if you don't know anything about Computer and stuff, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that, that's kind of like a point of this podcast, right? Is learning new stuff. Yeah. So, I'm all for it. Yep. So, uh, first, I built a website because uh, I've been working on a new update for my app, not Fa, and there's a, a, a new UI, a new face to it and everything, and I want to also have a website that reflects the update, and... It's actually coming out today. Yay. So uh, check it out. We'll leave a link in the show notes or whatever it's called. Notfa.app. N-O-T-P-H-O dot A-P-P. Yeah. yeah Notfa.app. Or, you know, download Notfa on the, app, on the app store. Give it a try. Give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how did I, how do I build a website? Um, well, first... Uh, Requires learning the language, right? The mm-hmm. language that's used to build a website, which is you, uh, it uses HTML and CSS. Mm-hmm. Uh, HTML, it's like a language that lets you. Do you know what it stands for? Hypertext Markup Language. Okay, uh, it's a language that you that lets you sort of like build out all the elements that are on a website or on visually. Like if you can build out a button, you can build out a text field, you can build out text, for instance, right? So just simple stuff. And then CSS, what does it stand for? Cascading style sheets. Okay. It uh, it um, allows you to stylize the HTML. So you can say, I, I have a button, but what does a button look like, right? Mm-hmm. My button's going to have bold text. It's going to have shadow behind it, or it's going to have... It's going to be green instead of red, for instance, right? So you're you're decorating the the el- those elements, and so those are the two key factor to building a website, mm-hmm. right? And then I think the last thing is what using JavaScript to do some more complex stuff, as in like animations, moving things back and forth, interactivity, interactivity, which is the part that I left out because I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> so and yeah. So I left that part out. So I did HTML and CSS. Mm-hmm. So after I learned that, uh, um, 
I guess it goes to building it, right? So there's a software that I use called Nova, which is just a regular text editor, which, you know, you can get a text editor anywhere, right? Yep, your computer comes with one. Yeah, so you pretty much uh, just, I guess, type it out mm-hmm. <laughs> in this thing. And we I use Nova because it's uh, you have to pay for it, but there is like a little, like a trial period that you can do. Mm-hmm. But but it's neat because it allows you, it's, it allows you to like, it's not just a simple window that like you put in your tax and then that's it. You can like, See how to, you can organize your folders neatly. You can organize your files. You can see files side by side as you're working on stuff. Like, you're, like, it'd be annoying to have to jump back and forth between two different windows. So, in the same window, you can have tabs, which are open side by side that lets you look at the CSS and the HTML side next to each other. So then you know how to, like, coordinate them in a way Mm -hmm. and then you can also view your the website that you're building out live it's not really running live as in it's running on like the safari or your web browser it's live in terms of like whatever you're typing out it will sort of give you a preview of what you're writing Mm -hmm. so then you kind of like then tweak what it should look like you know so it's a really neat little program and i really like it so and it makes it easy because everything is there and it's a, the UI is easy to understand as well. It's not a very difficult app to have to navigate mm-hmm. to figure out. So um, it's like purpose built for writing websites. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. You write it, and then the next thing you need to do is, I guess, like you kind of have to hook it up, right? So you need a place to sort of host your website in a way, right? Mm -hmm. So what I use is something called GitHub's Pages. Mm -hmm. What is GitHub? Can you give us a short little... GitHub stands for... No, not what it stands for, (laughs) but like what is GitHub for people who don't know. So it's it's a platform for sharing code online. Mm -hmm. Um, And not only sharing code, but... Uh, hosting code privately. So if you have a bunch of code for like an app that you're working on, uh, you can have it live on GitHub as like a backup or so that way you can work with someone else on it. Right. Well, let me ask you a side question. Why do you need to have it on GitHub? You can't just have it on your own computer. Like for instance, if you're not sharing it with anybody, Mm -hmm. can you just have it exist on your computer? You totally can. Okay, so, so you don't really is, need GitHub. is mostly if you want to com- collaborate. Like collaborate with other people. Okay. It makes it easier. Okay, so GitHub has this thing called Pages where it will essentially host your website, right? It acts as It will as host a... your repo as if it were a website, yeah. Yeah, that's what it means. <laughs> it's my first time using it, so I don't quite know so much about it, but Dimitri does, right? So, yeah. Here to help. So yeah, you just hook up this, uh, so after you write out your website, it exists in a file called .html, like, right, or these files. Yeah. And then you kind of push it up to GitHub, and then you just kind of connect them together. It's a little bit, I don't know how to explain it. A little bit magical stuff. Yeah, so maybe you can, like, how do you, how do you connect your stuff that you wrote to GitHub pages? So you have something, GitHub works on something called, with something called Git, 
which is a fancy way of storing your code over time. And I say over time because as you make changes to it, it records those changes and it keeps track of them. Mm -hmm. So that way, if you ever want to change your mind later, you can always say like, hey, I want to do it the way I did it before and look back at how you did it before. Mm -hmm. Or you can see why you made certain changes to help you figure stuff out. Um, Now, it's not made for hosting websites, but if you have a repository or a repo with HTML files in it, it may as well be a website at that point Mm -hmm. um so github pages allows you to host a website usually as like documentation for your code project but like you can sidestep that and just host it as as a website on its own um and if you have an index.html that will be the first page that is loaded when someone accesses your site and yeah that index.html will link to other pages via your html document and it'll all be interconnected. Yeah. How, how, what Dimitri said is how it works. <laughs> so, I mean, at that point, when, when it's all connected, like, it'll give you, like, a, a generated URL. And if you take that and, like, paste it into, like, a web browser, your website will essentially be live. And anyone with that URL can visit your website, pretty much. So... Um, the only thing is that URL is not pretty looking. It can be really long depending on how you name your files when you create your project. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my generated one was like Lynn Bunyol slash website slash blah, blah, blah. Like a bunch of random stuff at the end that keeps getting add-on. So it's a really long website. So if I want people to visit my website, it's going to be hard to have people remember Lynn Bunyol slash website slash blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So the next thing you can do is purchase something called a domain name. Mm -hmm. What's a domain name? A domain name is a uh, fancy name to give to a server. So that way, if you type that name into a web browser, the web browser knows which server to ask for content to load. So it's like a .com, blah, 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 .com, right? In simpler terms, yeah. Yeah, in simpler terms. <laughs> like a, like www.something-something. My super awesome website. Yeah, .com. .com. So, so that would that, be your domain name, yes. Yeah. So in my case, like, since it's gonna, it's for my app, not pho, and the .com, when we went and tried to buy that domain name, was already taken it wasn't. It wasn't? No. Oh, okay. It wasn't taken. But we just thought .app would be more fitting because Notfa is an app. So then we bought a domain called Notfa.app. And so then you could buy this prettier and shorter and more well-fitting to your brand, pretty much. And then you would pretty much tell GitHub pages like, hey... I want my website to sort of come from this name. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then whenever anyone types in this name, it's going to then link back to GitHub pages. And GitHub pages is going to run the generated URL that they make, right? Is that is that the right logic? I don't know what you mean by run, but it's going to serve up the files. Yeah, for serve one. up that one. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how you get a website for free. Or yeah. Minus the domain name costs. 
Yeah, so I mean, if you don't care to buy a domain name, then the only thing you are paying for technically are the books, right? Yeah, the books, the computer. Well, your electricity. Everyone has a computer. Everyone's paying electricity, so it's not anything more.、Mm-hmm. Like at most, you'll pay for are the is the books and、There's, they there are libraries. They tend to last forever. The books、mm-hmm. you can pass it on to people. Like the book you learned from was from what ten years ago? Yeah, the books I one of the books I have is from ten years ago, and still relatively like relevant. Well, that's because the language hasn't changed.、Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so that's how you. I built a website.、Um, I wrote an article. It's my actually first time writing articles. I'm trying to be a blogger, and let me tell you, it was so hard because I'm、She's、not making a little typey fingers. I'm not. I'm、right、not、now. good with English, so I have a lot of trouble writing.、Mm-hmm. So I tried blogging, and I wrote up、uh, two articles relating to how I made Nafa, like the the website. So.、Um, If you check out my website, there'll be like it'll be on that website. So yeah,、uh, everything I kind of mentioned on this podcast is in the article as well, <laughs> since I can't remember what I wrote. So yeah, any feedback? I mean, you you saw the website. I I think it's it's very nice. You did a good job. Yeah. Great great first website like coming out with a with some oomph. That's a move. I mean, technically, it's my second, but first official. Yeah, you did this one all on your own, basically. Yeah, the the very first website I wrote was very basic. There's like three buttons on there, and then nothing else. It was just nothing. <laughs>、mm-hmm. it, it's been archived for posterity at notfa.app/v1. Yeah, so you can still check that out as well. So. Uh, I guess this leads into why did you want to make a new website for the app? Like, what was the occasion? Well, like I mentioned,、uh, I wanted to update Nafa the app.、Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been two years. This August would be two years. Nafa's two years of existence and. I figured I wanted to give it a new look. You know,、mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff is kept the same, but just a new home screen.、Um, before there in the app, it's、uh, it has a tab bar. So when you open it, there's like four tabs that you can tab on. But now、uh, there's no more tab bar. When you launch the app, it's just one home screen. And then on that home screen, there are just buttons that live within the the home the screen.、Mm-hmm. So just I guess overall the the UI is a lot more simplified, I guess in a way, but also at the same time like better, prettier, I guess. polished. Polished is I guess the term,、mm-hmm. right? So. And you wanted a place to write about that, right? Yeah, I I, I wanted a, a website initially. I wanted a, like a, my own personal website to like showcase my work, but then I don't have that much work to showcase. Like I've had two apps, but Nafa has been the focus, and it's been the one that's constantly being updated. So it doesn't make sense for me to have my own personal website. Just to have one app on there,、mm-hmm. even though I I've been wanting to try writing articles to one work at my English to work at 
like putting my thoughts out and three sort of share the what I've learned through the process of writing an app creating an app and the things that I kind of think about or experience when I'm working through with NAFA, right? So, so I figured, oh, if I update NAFA's website, then I can have a blog section. And in there, I can have articles that it's anything relating to NAFA, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that's where I started. And then essentially, I, if I ever write any articles that is specific to NAFA itself, like I would want to somehow link that inside the app so then if anybody tap on it then it'll take them outside onto like my website and then read those articles Mm -hmm. because you can only have so much information in the app because you know often you're on a small screen you can only put so much information to the point where it's like okay it's a bit overwhelming so, and often a lot of, the, and since not app, not pho, not app, not pho is a recipe app, like a lot of the informations are like details or like my process of how I came about to making these decisions mm-hmm. and such. So I, it, it's not really fitting to be inside the app, but I figured if I have a little link at the bottom of each recipe, if there is a backstory to it, then somebody, then you can just jump to the website and read the extra details. And I, so that's sort of like the, the thought process to giving everything a, a fresh look and an update. Mm-hmm. However, I didn't link anything yet. between the app and the website yet. So right now it's just, here's a new look. Here's something that you can play with and then a website. So maybe my next update, I will then have written a few more articles that are recipe specific. Then I can link those two together. Mm -hmm. So that that was the thought process. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess if you're interested in Vietnamese food, keep an eye on the website because that might give you a sneak peek at what recipes are coming soon. Oh, maybe. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.